Well, good morning, everyone. So glad that you're here, and I uh, want to give a shout-out to all of our friends up in Port Perry, and then in just a couple of weeks' time, giving a shout-out to Bowmanville as well. Won't that be exciting? Yeah, it's going to be so good. And so uh, it's Baptism Sunday, and if you're a guest, a family member, friend of someone who's getting baptized, or you're just curious and you came along, just want to give you a huge welcome, too. We're so glad that you're here. Thank you so much. Uh, for being among us. Well, I can't honestly think of a better way to start 2018 than with a Baptism Sunday. It, around C4, uh, Baptism Sundays are one of the Sundays where we just get to celebrate big. And that's, you know, that shouldn't be any surprise. If you've been around C4, it's one of the parts of discipleship here at C4. And so I want to encourage you today uh, that we get to celebrate together and we're going to enjoy this together. We're going we're gonna to be with cheering on and just encouraging those who are getting baptized today. I want to talk about baptism because you're about to see, you know, some things happen. You know, the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. And wrapped up in this verse is what you're going to witness today. You're going to see people... Uh, you know, young and, and older, uh, you know, men and women, uh, different age bracket, all kinds of people are going to get into this tank and they're, and they're going to make a declaration today. And they're going to say that their life has been forever changed because something dramatic has happened to them. And you can't always tell it from the outside, but, but having rubbed shoulders with a number of these people, you can certainly tell when you get into conversation with them that something radical, something different has really changed in their lives. And it's the experience of this verse, that, that the old has gone and the new has come. And, and we're going to celebrate that today, but we need to understand exactly what is going on today, what is happening today as you both see and you hear about life change, about real legitimate life change. When Jesus finished his earthly ministry, and when he ascended back up to be with God the Father, he left the church with a, a mandate we call it the Great Commission. It's the marching orders of the church. It's the marching orders of us as individuals, but collectively as the church. Jesus said, here's what I want you to do until the end of time. <laughs> In Matthew chapter 28, 19 and 20, it says this. Jesus is speaking. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. When, when we take a look at these couple of verses, th there's a key verb. There's a key action word in here. And, and it's, it's not going. In fact, the go is really as you go in, in, in the course of your everyday ordinary lives. As you just continue to live life. What I want you to do, Jesus says, is make disciples. And the key verb is make disciples. That's what we're about at C4. That's one of the reasons why we exist. In fact, it's one of the primary reasons that we exist is to make disciples of all people. And in this making of disciples, there's a couple of ways that it's kind of qualified in the verse. The first way is this, by baptizing them. And then the second way is by teaching them. Baptism is this uh, event, this one-time event 
where, where, where someone comes, as people are going to come today, and they're going to say, I've already had this decision. I've already experienced this life change where I've come to faith in Jesus Christ, and I've fully you know, entered into a relationship with him. I've recognized that Jesus died for my sins, and, and I now surrender my life to Jesus. I, I, I receive and I accept the forgiveness of sin that he has given me. And so now I want to publicly declare that by being baptized. And so baptism is an event. But then the Great Commission also says that we are to teach people. And, and, and the teaching of people is this lifelong process that we enter into. And here at C4 we just call it discipleship. Because that's what it's about. It's becoming more like Jesus. That's why we talk about celebrating big and connecting small. About walking with Jesus. About sharing the work. And about engaging in mission. Because we feel that those are the things that will help me and help you become more and more like Jesus. Pastor John, when he teaches on this, often uses uh, marriage illustration. And it's a really great illustration for us to remember what's going on here. In, in the marriage il illustration... It's really the wedding ceremony is the baptism. It's the event. It's the one-time only event that happens that is the public declaration of this great decision that you're making. And, and that's what makes you married, but it's not necessarily what keeps you married. Because <laughs> in, in everyday life, you, you need to get up every day and you need to decide to love the person that you're with and you need to sacrifice for that person. You need to be willing to serve them and to be served by them and you do life together. And, and for the Christian, if baptism is the wedding, then normal Christian life is the ongoing teaching that you and I go through and that we engage in as we seek to be followers of Jesus Christ. Here at C4, if you check out our website, it says this, that we believe in the baptism by immersion of believers. That's just a very simple sort of statement of what we believe here at C4. Now, I don't, I don't know if you've ever wondered, why baptism? Like, think about it. You know, like if, if I was, you know, if I was in charge, which I'm not, if I was in charge and I, I was doing it, so when someone comes to faith in Jesus, like, why, why don't we just teach them a, a secret handshake or something, right? You know, and that's, that's the sign. You just, once you know the secret high sign or something like that, that's it, right? So, hey, oh, yeah, you get one of those back, and now you know, oh, we're both Christians. Oh, that's cool, right? Or why don't we just give everyone like a Jesus fish decal and they put it on the back of their car, right? You know, why don't we, why don't we do that instead, right? Or, you know, everyone's getting tattoos, so we might as well give them a tattoo, you know, let's do that, right? But, that, but that's, not, that's not what Jesus, Jesus said. Jesus says the sign is baptism. It's interesting. Why baptism? Well, I think there are a number of reasons why baptism. And let me just talk about them quickly so that as people go through it today and as you experience it with them, you'll understand what's going on. The first one is this, that there's a movement from the Old Testament to the New Testament. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, it says this. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. Let, let me explain this because there's, there's a lot going on in there, right? And, and just want to, you know, ease all tensions. This is a baptism service, not a circumcision service, okay? So just so everyone's clear on that, okay? 
Just want to be, you know, if that's what was holding you back, relax, okay? There's no problem here, okay? But here, here's what's going on. What the Apostle Paul is saying to them is, there was a visible sign that you belonged to the community of faith in the Old Testament. And the visible sign was that every male child on the eighth day after their birth would be circumcised. And that circumcision was very unusual in that culture when this was instituted. And, and the circumcision happened so that that child and the entire faith community would know that that child belongs to that community, that they're one of them. It was the mark of them belonging to the, to the Jewish race, to the Jewish people, and are now welcomed into the community of faith. And what the Apostle Paul is saying here is that has been replaced in the New Testament by baptism. And so if, as people are baptized today... There's a lot going on. The baptism doesn't make them a Christian. It is the sign that they already are a Christian. That a change of heart has already taken place. And now publicly in front of all of you, they're declaring, I'm part of this faith community. I belong here. I am one of you. And that's why they are baptized. And it's why here at C4 we do this publicly. Because those of us who have already been baptized, who are already part of the faith community, we get to witness this and we get to say, yeah, we're with you. Welcome. Like, come on. You're part of the family. We're so excited that you're one of us. And so that's what's happening here. Second thing that's happening is just in the meaning of baptism. Like, again, why baptism? Well, in order to understand why baptism, we just simply need to look at what the Greek word baptismo is, from which we get our word baptize. It literally means to dip or immerse. That's, that's just what it means. And so when, when the Lord instituted this, when Jesus said, you know, go make disciples of all nations and baptize them, he meant go dip them, go immerse them. <laughs> I think one of the greatest stories of this, one of the great illustrations is actually found in the scripture in Acts chapter 8 when, when Philip has this conversation with a powerful uh, man from Ethiopia who's on his way back from Jerusalem, back to Ethiopia ha after having done, of all things, a pilgrimage. And they have this conversation and Philip opens up the Old Testament and he shares with him how Jesus is the fulfillment to all of the Old Testament writings. How in the law and the prophets you find Jesus. And this, this Ethiopian, this Ethiopian statesman, he says, I, I believe. How do I make Jesus my Lord and my Savior? And so Philip leads him in that. And then they see some water and they decide that he needs to be baptized. 